0: Guys share thoughts on Forza Horizon 4, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, Fortnite Season 6, and a whole lot more on this rebooted version of the GameSource podcast.
1: It's the return of the Game Source podcast. Not dead, but very much alive. It's your boy, Degenerate08, here with his boys. It's your
2: boy, Tony, Dark Tales. Jesse, Microspecs over here.
1: We're going to talk to you guys today about some movies, about some games. So, where are we going to start, boys? How about Forza? What can we say? That's all on you, new, Tony. Oh. I feel a little Tokyo!
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's good. It's good, comp- even compared to the last ones, which were. We we're really good in themselves. Haven't been able to play everything yet, but so far it's graphics, mm, great. Gameplay, great. Very realistic even using a controller. It's 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 awesome. You you over here, Jesse. You've been able to play a little bit of yourself too, if not more than me already. I'm not sure.
2: No, I haven't played as much as you. Well, at least I probably have, but I haven't leveled up as much as you.
3: Car selection, tons of cars. <laughs> Except for uh, Toyota, Mitsubishi. Ouch!
1: Where you at, Toyota? Where you at, Mitsubishi? Where you at? Backed out last minute. What's up with that? I dabbled a little. I played a little bit. I I enjoyed what I played. I have not played anywhere near as these two, at all. I just don't have the time. I wish I did.
3: I've been able to log in quite a few hours. The uh the story, it's it seems a lot more. Uh, for a racing game, it's a little story-focused, which I like, compared to the last uh, couple Forza Horizon games. Um, you pretty much have to do things to unlock certain things and to progress through the game, which, which makes it interesting, especially with the dynamic seasons that they're doing now. Um, but after you go and qualify for all the different seasons, do a lot of races, uh, you get into the, pretty much the full game, and those seasons will change weekly. You can check it through the Forzathon thing thing, and you get a pretty much a weekly thing when you log in as well. So it's pretty easy to keep track of it.
1: Those wheel spins. All I can say is that big money. Yeah. Oh yeah. Holler at your boy. I got the big money. If
3: if, if you got the VIP pass, you you're pretty much set for getting uh, credits. Get a free house, which is great. I think it was it's totally worth the money. Where's this in real life? Edition. Why
1: are we not funding this? <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't know. So what's your favorite racing aspect on it? Like you know, they have the dirt racing, they have the street racing, the regular sport
3: racing, Uh, cross country. What's uh, your favorite so far? Honestly, surprisingly, the dirt racing. I agree. Has has pretty much been really good so far. I actually haven't done a lot of other story things yet. (laughs) Um, The showcases, they're great. I thought I think they've been awesome, especially the uh, the Halo one. The Halo. Uh, that's something that I didn't even hear about. I, I didn't know anything about that until I saw it for myself, which, that was... It was awesome. I don't want to spoil anything, but it was it was great. you will get there, DG.
1: I'll just tell you guys now, spoiler alert, so if you don't like it, turn it off. Spoil it. No, Spo- I'm just playing. No spoilers. We'll be nice. We'll be nice. And just a little. I haven't got to try the drag strip, which I know oh. you guys have. <laughs> um... Thoughts? Because I really want to try that. I just haven't been able to do it yet. So,
3: pretty much in almost any Forza game, they haven't really touched on drag a lot. Uh, they they just recently added it to Forza Motorsport 7, which is pretty much their dedicated simulation racing game. But they actually added it in Horizon 4 now. We have a, a whole drag-focused storyline, which is great. You get to start with the uh, Horizon track strip where... You're pretty much focused at the festival. And then you move on to uh, another city. And then you move on to the beach drag strip. And then one more off-roading. And then the actual freeway is a whole drag thing. And it, it's it's pretty cool. I
1: have to check that out. I yeah. to check it out.
3: What's
2: your favorite car to drag race with?
1: <laughs>
3: so in terms of fun factor, it's got to be the... Uh, one of the barn finds, the PLP 50, I believe it's called. It's it's a really <laughs> a really tiny car, <laughs> and I've I've gotten that thing down to like uh, I want to say a little, almost nine seconds. So about eight point eight seconds for oh, a little. I per, seen that. That was while. that
1: little like micro machine thing you guys were running, right? <laughs> that went from like zero to sixty before I could blink. And, and the
3: the thing weighs like 500 pounds, and you could fit so much horsepower into it. It's it's great. It's
1: a clown car on steroids.
3: Oh yeah. It's, it's great. Uh, I want to find a wheelie tune for it, because that'd be awesome. Uh, in terms of raw speed, I just made a Challenger tune today, and that uh that got quick times. So Drag racing is indeed fun, and it's cool to test a bunch of different cars, that, whether it be muscle, a uh, straight-up hypercar, or <laughs> a fun car like the Peel.
1: I know Jesse turned me on to, you know, check this race out, go race that hovercraft almost a pain in the ass, but I enjoyed it, I-, I liked it a lot, it was really fun, and I can't wait to play more of it, I mean, I'm jealous of these guys.
3: I have my uh, my difficulty settings pretty locked into pretty much normal, medium, and then I, I switch around between uh, my manual modes, and I don't know about these guys running with automatic on
2: super I, easy. Yes, automatic on super <laughs> easy,
3: that's on me. It's
1: on me over here. I didn't touch the settings. I just started playing, so I have no idea. <laughs> no idea.
3: I like to mess with mine quite a bit. I like a little bit of challenge, but not too much because I still like just pretty much playing the game. I don't need a whole simulation of, like, I'm driving in real life. If I want to do that, I just go steal a car.
1: And speaking about playing the game, I think that's what it's all about. Like, oh, at the yeah. end of the day, you got to be able to just play the game. Right. doesn't matter. Does it make you any better if you're playing on easy or on hard? No, as long as you enjoy it. Right, that's what it's all about.
3: As long as you're having fun with it. Some people like a hard challenge. That's what's fun to them. I agree. More power to them. Totally agree. But so for me, I just like a little.
2: You totally recommend the game for others?
3: Oh, yeah. I, I would, if I had to rate this game, I'd say a solid 9. 9 out of 10.
1: I'd have to say that you pretty much sold it for all of us. I mean, come on. Jesse, in my opinion, never really leaned towards these.
2: Well, I, I've never played any Forza game to begin with. So this, this is the first one I've ever played, and I'm highly enjoying it. I, I really am. Yeah, It's it's a great game. The graphics are amazing on, on console. I play on console. White Wolf over here plays on uh, his PC, which
3: is a great oh, PC. Yeah.
2: But other than, in general, that game is just amazing.
3: It, what surprised me the most is uh the way they optimized this game was it actually takes less resources than even Forza Horizon 3 did and it's on a larger scale so they were able to pretty much put so much more out there and make it less intensive which is amazing it's Incredible. like this is way more optimized especially before day one than Forza Horizon 3 was and it, especially 2 this is, it doesn't feel like a PC port it feels like it was made for both the console and the PC natively it doesn't feel any different yeah good job playground good talk oh, I gotta
1: absolutely say. kudos you hey, yes, all did sir. great <laughs> well speaking on you know playing your way and difficulties and stuff i think jesse you just ran through something playing his own way with difficulties set on various levels oh yeah what are we talking about I think shadow we're talking about of
0: the tomb, tomb raider <laughs> oh sexy booty <laughs>
1: this is something
3: i know nothing personally about because i only played a little bit of tomb raider games you guys have probably played all of them.
1: We have pretty much rated Laura's Tomb. Pun intended.
3: <laughs> so this is the third
2: set of the new reboot in the series. And it's a great game. It, r- it really is. Um, it was fun to play through. The graphics are amazing compared to the other two. The other two graphics are amazing as well. But this one just... They went over the top with it. The photo mode is hilarious. Especially when you see Laura in, like, some pretty crazy predicaments and you just sit there and make her smile. And she just looks like a psychopath. <laughs> but uh, the game, you know, it's it's pretty fun. the final boss fight was kind of uh, a letdown for me, personally. You know,
1: but other I than that... I actually watched you play that last... Boss fight, and it was I wasn't even playing, and it was a letdown for me. Like compared just,
2: to the previous, you know, installments of the game, it's just it was I. It's hard to explain it. It's
1: just you had all this leading up to it, and it just meh. Yeah, it's just I. I felt let down a little bit on that.
3: Even for me, for someone that hasn't even played through the other Tomb Raider games, the it looked simple. It looked like you're just fighting like a. Well, I did a have my co- version of I did enemy. have my
2: combat on on easy. That's just me for combat wise. I was just, you know. He's there for the
1: story.
3: I am there for the story. Even then, there's it was nothing fancy. It was it didn't look like there's any like super hard mechanics to it, like a boss fight. The would only thing I have.
1: saw making anything hard was the collision detection was very poorly
2: off on that. Yeah, I've noticed they've had a problem with that with all three of the installments so far. They've
1: had an issue, I'm not sure what's what's happening with them but, but think it's a case of three strikes and maybe they're out in that area or Um I wouldn't say that. There's just I don't know. It's hard to say. I don't know why they haven't stepped it up in that area. I'm not sure. it's like they're you just... said, they've had that issue before. Yeah. Why hasn't it been corrected?
3: Not sure what engine the game's relying on. If if that's something that's I'm not sure either. Actually. Engine issue. Ooh, if that's something they've question. changed over the years. Good
1: question. I don't remember myself at all. So let's see here. Because that would make sense
3: on why it's a continuous thing throughout the the series. Is true. It's down to an engine problem, and
1: which that might be something they need to look at.
3: Having to repair it could be. It's difficult. an in-house
2: engine. It's called the Crystal Engine.
1: Ah, hmm. oh, Crystal Dynamics made uh-huh. their own engine. Well, Crystal Dynamics, come on, it's three times collision detection. I've seen games die for less. <laughs> Don't let this happen to Laura. We can't. We need her. Don't become telltale. No, but the the story was
2: amazing. You know, it starts off with you. Uh, you know, sp- spoil these here a little bit, folks. Uh, you know, you start off in Mexico, and you know, you just it's all of it's with the Mayans and the uh, the Inca. That's what this is all about to begin with, and then
3: Squeaker McSqueakens.
1: Don't mind Jesse; he had a moment. It's I good. did. I did have a moment. He might have had a small stroke. It's okay.
2: <laughs> we got him back. But yes, the gameplay is amazing, of course. Um, except for the small issues with the the collision detection. Graphical wise, this that game is it's quite beautiful to play on, especially if you're running on uh, an Xbox One X, I would assume. I have not tried it on that. We have, I played the game on the Xbox One S, and it looks pretty amazing on that. Now, I'm not sure if it's a Play Anywhere. I'll have to see that and sign in to my profile and see if... Well, actually, no, it's a hard copy, so I, could, I will not be able to
1: do that. I think we established it was not a Play Anywhere. That's why That's we, we got a hard, hard copy. copy yeah, yep. you're right. But
3: they do have a... Of course, they do have one. PC. They do, and we'll have to check it out soon. I could only imagine what that game looks like with some 4K benchmarks. Oh yeah, that would be impressive because Rise of the Tomb Raider is still used for benchmarking to these days, and even modern graphics cards can't always run it on 60 frames. If you've never played Tomb Raider before,
2: um, you'll enjoy this game. It's uh, if we never hopped into it, I would hop into the first one of of the this new reboot series. Just hop into Tomb Raider, then hop into Rise of the Tomb Raider, and then give it a go for Shadow of the Tomb Raider.
1: Speaking of not playing the first ones, how about those skins? I know there was, you know, throwbacks to Tomb Raider. There were, those those uh, those blocky skins. Yeah, they were. Alar. Mm-hmm. we makes later lore. We all know <laughs> what about what brought them. us to our, where we're at today. Those skins were amazing. I haven't ran you with them. That, that triangle anymore. chest alone? Okay, there was a lot of 16-year-old boys that... Just love that triangle chest. Just saying. <laughs> I haven't
2: ran with those skins yet, so. They looked amazing. They looked, you know, nostalgic.
3: I got that at the very least. Yeah, it's a nice throwback. I imagine yeah. seeing them in cutscenes would be a little uh, a little
1: weird, but. <laughs> right? You have a whole environment in 4K, and then you're looking at. Bloop! Lucky Laura. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um,
2: you should go ahead and give it a shot if you guys are up for it. I'd recommend it. I, I enjoyed the game. You know, it had its little issues here and there, but other than that, it, the game was enjoyable, so. so
1: obviously it's obviously something you can get past with the little issues and stuff. Yeah,
2: obviously, you know, I finished the game. So, so I mean, uh, if
1: you had to throw a score at it?
2: Uh, I'd give it a 7.9.
1: Decent. Personally, Very decent. yeah. Uh, that, uh, I'm telling you, that's decent, considering I saw the collision detection. There was a few things that were off that for a lot of the hardcore gamers out there that would probably just want to flip the disc and be like I'm done with it. Nitpick at. Yeah. So I mean, for it just being that amazing.
3: For a majority of people, they'd, they'd move past it. Cause right. Every game is going to have its flaws. That's and to it's me, it's is that a true
1: gamer? Not in my opinion, but that's a yeah. different subject for a different day. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I, I give it a solid 7.9. It was a, It was a fun game to play through and... You guys should go ahead and try it. And the whole part is just those, those challenge tombs. They they got rid of just sitting there searching for the tombs itself.
1: See, I, when you told me that, I don't know how I felt about that because I liked it when you were searching the t- kind of that to me brought it more nostalgic back then for the yeah. first two where it was like okay, this is Lara, yeah. where. Seems there's, like there's, there's, there's a
2: total of nine challenge tubes that I've read so far. I haven't gone through them all, so I can't say for certain. I've read up, 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 up on, on it, but uh, other than that, you know, you look at the other games, and there was like multiple, uh, uh, just uh, so many tombs that you could just sit there and you find, and you just all with different difficulty settings—not difficult settings, but each tomb itself had its own difficulty, and it's so just. Yeah,
1: I can't say much because I haven't played it myself. But from the outside looking in, it just seems like it was something that maybe was a throw-in. For the most part. Come on, Crystal Dynamics, you're better than that.
0: We'll be back with more of the Game Source podcast right after this. Looking for an edge the next time you take on your favorite video game? Then check out Vitabrace High Performance Gamer Wristbands. Packed with the power of fruit seed oil, Vitabrace is clinically proven to help improve performance, giving you a better gaming experience. Head to MiracleFruitOil.com and use the promo code MEDIA10 to get $10 off your Vitabrace purchase. Whether you're looking to beat the time on your latest speed run or are fighting your way to the top on your favorite multiplayer or battle royale, Vitabrace can help you reach your gaming goals. Buy Vitabrace today at MiracleFruitOil.com. That's MiracleFruitOil.com. Vitabrace. Win with it. So I know, we're moving through kind of quick,
1: you know, but hey, it's our first show, we're going to get better at this, we're going to move, you know, more topics. We're all tired. That too. So uh, let me ask you a question. Where we dropping, boys?
3: Not Loot Lake. Tilted.
1: Cafe, let's go. Do not go to Tilted. We must go to, oh wait, there is no Loot Lake.
2: Ooh. It's October,
1: we should probably all just drop in Haunted Hills. That new
2: castle. Oh, I haven't even dropped there yet. You haven't? We att- I attempted. I attempted, remember?
1: I there's did. There's, there's an and I missed. I, I, <laughs> that place is different. I'll different. say that. It's very, It's different. The way I felt about it was, you remember just in Haunted Alone, you had the different little tombs, everything else that you were kind of going through, like little, mm-hmm. it's a mixture of that, but in a giant building.
3: Castle. A giant <laughs> castle.
1: Yeah, it's... They finally brought the
2: castle in, folks. Everyone's been talking about it for the longest. And they finally brought it in. You know, they've been giving little hints off here and there in their little weekly, yeah. you know, their loading screens and the banners itself. But,
1: uh, so, so season six
2: has just started last week.
1: Week one, just about four and a half hours about to be in the books. Yeah. Maybe five hours.
2: And, uh, I'm still looking for my Norma.
1: Why are the llamas always gone? Why? Why is the llama always gone? I I know what Jesse's talking about. I know where he's coming from. There is one of the challenges in week one is to find a a supply llama. I actually found a supply llama finishing the challenge before I needed to find a supply llama. Luckily, I did find a supply llama after that. He gets two, I get none. Where's the justice in that? There is no justice. Epic, where is the justice?
3: I was lucky enough to find one in uh, one of the 50-50s we were doing. I was just adventuring off. I was actually trying to flank through the other side because things were getting a little heated with everyone and I saw it and <laughs> I grabbed it. One of our teammates was actually shooting at me. Someone that wasn't in our uh, squad itself, but... <laughs> so on our side was shooting at me, and th- I could tell they wanted to get that llama. But I was about
1: to say, knowing you know our luck, it would have been you know, you know, if, you, get, if you folks
2: need assistance finding those llamas, you know, there's water sources. Follow all the water sources. Yes.
1: Listen to the person who hasn't found a llama. Yes, yet. but
2: who has found llamas? Me, and neither Where one of them were
1: by a water source. Where you? where's yours at? Side of a mountain, both times. Uh,
3: from a couple sources, the most populated areas. For the Supply Llamas is the lakes or the small water sources leading up to Loot Lake. Those are the most populated areas for them to spawn on the side of the mountains.
1: I found both of mine on the side of the mountains. No water necessary. If
2: only you folks can see right now.
1: (laughs) I will tell you, he is telling me and Tony we are both number one. Which we know because we found llamas. Of course. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But seriously... Start of season six. I mean, what do you guys think so far?
2: Uh, i played for one day so far, and I just gave up looking for llamas, so I haven't played since. I will hop back on tomorrow, that's for certain. But, uh. You mean today? Oh, well, true, today. It's already <laughs> past midnight. You guys, you're right. Just had to point that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Also, today is not near water. What are you talking about? I'm sorry, I'm just giving him crap, guys. I'm giving him crap. <laughs> Realistically, if you need to find a llama, from what I hear, they sell inflatable ones at Spirit Halloween store. So, worst case scenario, we'll find one there. We are not affiliated by Spirit Halloween. That's correct. We are not affiliated by or, or required to talk about Spirit Halloween. But uh,
2: Fortnite's the same old Fortnite. It's you know it's fun to play, especially when you're playing with you know, you're squatting up with the boys. I
1: mean, let, let's go through a little and history the child. of Fortnite. Let's go through a little history of Fortnite. So, when you originally started playing Fortnite, Jesse... I looked at you like you were crazy. I said, why are you playing this? I looked
2: at myself like I was crazy. I why are you spending
1: game. the money to play this? I, I did. I really did. Did I not? I said, seriously, you're buying this? Fa- why? This game is... No. I did not touch it. So, I didn't play it. So I how- refused to play it. And then, somehow, Epic, Fortnite, Jesse, somehow sucked me in. I broke down, did it, and now I can't say I regret it. I cannot. Me either. You know, I enjoy it. We've had a dud
2: summer when it comes to video <coughs> game releases. Absolutely. And so that just, it forced me to, you know what, let me give Fortnite Season 5 a try. And I, 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 I enjoyed it. Yeah. I was pleasantly surprised. I was like, whoa. You know, when this game first came out, I, I bought the save the world. And, you know, I played that for a bit and then I just completely stopped playing that. And then they suddenly released the Battle Royal mode and I was just totally against it. And I never I, I never gave it a shot to be honest. Yeah. As you know, I'm not even know. gonna try it. Screw that. I'm cool. But I then remember. lo and behold, here comes summer and there is not a single game to play that is interesting at this very moment. And so I was like, let me just you know
1: I broke. Give now this it a try. is what I find funny. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you did say I'm only going to play Fortnite hold me over because the only thing I'm waiting for is Fallout 76 yes now here's where you had some forks thrown in the road what did we just talk about Shadow of the Tomb Raider and Shadow Forza 4 hit some speed bumps along the way but apparently not bad speed bumps not at all now perspective wise I know Tony played Fortnite way before we did
3: I played when Battle Royale first came out because I was into uh, Players Unknown Battlegrounds for a while before it was even a thing. Uh, Save the World was a thing, but I never paid attention to it and never gave it a try because I don't got money for things like that. So you did the reverse. But uh, I got really into PUBG for a while with a friend of mine, and then I saw Fortnite uh, Battle Royale, I saw that it was free, so I was like... Okay, I'll, I'll see it. I thought it was just a joke at first. I was like, alright, let's see what this is because it came out quite a while after PUBG was, was already uh, pretty established as a thing. So I gave it a shot. I, I found it really fun. I liked the I di- actually still don't really like the building aspect of it. But I thought it was interesting. But I c- even to this day, I still can't get too focused into it as a a serious type of like battle royale game I just can't get immersed in it like I can with PUBG even though I even haven't touched that in a while but I played it into a little bit of season 2 enough to <laughs> where I got this this nice emote that my friends here can't get for for now of course we we know it'll it'll be in the shop sometime eventually but uh it's just the regular old wave um but yeah, I stopped playing when like skins came out, things like that. They only had like one or two skins when I stopped playing, and just a handful of gliders. But I stopped playing until probably about two weeks ago, I'd say. It about two weeks ago.
2: Well, last week, actually. That's when last we started. week? Yeah, yeah, that's when the season started, the last Thursday.
3: It's been one week since... Well, he played a little bit I played, before that. I oh, got, yeah, he played, he played I, I a got bit. Got yeah, a little so it's, it's, it's about the, two weeks. Yeah, the end of season five, I... I tried it out again and then it's just been fun to play you know it's nothing that I ever want to get into like super competitively or anything like that but it's just something fun to play with the with the fam
1: I think that's what made it for me the more I started playing with you Jesse and the more I started playing with friends the more I started playing with Tony now that made it more I guess immersive for me I guess maybe a better choice of words but that made it more immersive for me I see where he's coming from. The building aspect, you know, was my biggest beef. To be totally honest, I don't mind the building now. I'm better at it. But if they took the building out tomorrow, I wouldn't miss it. It's not. I wouldn't miss it either. But
2: it would. It'll would change
3: the whole feel of the game, though.
1: Oh, absolutely. It, it really would.
3: The way they have things set up now, it's it's kind of like building.
1: You're building your own. Pretty cover. much
3: needs to be some sort of a thing, and what it does is it pretty much gives fortnite its own place it gives it its it's its own uniqueness because other than that it pretty much would just be the PUBG, but in a cartoonier form and i get it that you know you can't just overtake a genre itself because i think that's what everyone's problem was is they're like oh it's just a it's just a copy but i mean think about that with anything
0: we'll be back with more of the game source podcast right after this Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and
4: the PCC Multiverse. I see the potential for basically like another Netflix kind of paradigm shift where here comes this other major player. They have a ton of resources. Apple could change the way that entertainment is consumed.
0: They say it's the only time this year that you'll have stars from each brand battling each other. And we know it's not gonna be the case, but they like to say that and more power to them, I guess.
4: Well, it's a big first step, bringing all those superheroes together. There were definitely some parts of the movie that I that I really enjoyed. And then there were some parts that I thought just kind of fell short of expectation. Part of it has to be something to do with how it's being promoted. And this is a thing where audiences do not agree with critics. That's the Pop
0: Culture Cosmo Show. And
3: the PCC Multiverse. Every week on the Podcast Radio Network and Apple Podcasts.
0: And over a dozen of your favorite streaming and podcasting options.
1: You want to talk copy? um, (coughs) Call of (coughs) Duty! Oh yeah.
3: Everyone hopping on the bandwagon now is just like, okay, settle down. (laughs) You know, you had things like uh, Paladins with their uh, Battle Royale thing and...
2: They did a battle royale thing? I didn't even they know did. that.
3: Yeah. They did. They Apparently it wasn't bad, though. I, didn't, I never got to try it for myself, but there was that, and then there was the Call of Duty thing. What else is- I don't know what else is, has been doing it. I know Battlefield's, Battlefield's gonna be y- doing that. Yeah. Battlefield's gonna bring out their Battlefield's own- Battlefield's going for it. There's, There's been a handful of things that have I mean, been I'm sure uh, it's gonna it be
1: the new thing for everyone to test the waters with. <laughs> yeah. As far as their genres go, like, can we pull this off and pull it off better? There's, there's... Will it work for most people? Probably not. No. Yeah. Like, I, the only reason I see Call of Duty's doing anything is what I just said. Call of Duty. They're going to slap that name on it, just like they do anything else they do half the time. And that's what's going to make or break it.
2: You played the beta. How did it compare to PUBG?
1: How did it compare to PUBG? Yeah,
2: because you played PUBG and then you you played the beta a lot more. I played I like for like PUBG two seconds.
1: And, I mean, don't get me wrong. The beta wasn't horrible, but was it oh my god, let me run right out and buy this? No. Was it PUBG killer? I think it could. I'd have to see after it launches. I think it could, though, very well put up a good fight Mm -hmm. if not take PUBG down a peg.
3: I feel like the only reason it could, though, is because of that that sticker name on it, and it's gonna reach out to a lot more people than PUBG ever could because PUBG is made by... What, uh, Blue Hole Studios mm-hmm. So that's That's something that People Never associate with But You know Call of Duty That's been an Established name for Years name. now It's a household
2: name Everyone knows Call but of Duty But does it have $60 written all over it For a matter Does any Battle Royale um, in general no, Have
1: Let me ask you An even better question Did PUBG have $30 written all over it No Because that no. game Is so broken Right Now Is Call of Duty Going to be broken To be determined But graphically, because of that household established name, it very well could bury PUBG in the dirt.
2: Yeah. But could they have very well just sat there and made two separate games and made a Battle Royale completely separate from Black Ops 4? So
1: now you're asking me if they would have just done their Battle Royale separately and sold it as a separate entity itself, would it blow anything else out? Yeah. No. 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 I don't think maybe would... on a small scale because again of that Call of Duty name, but the game itself. Take away the Call of Duty name. Just focus on the game itself. No, because it'd just be a cookie cutter of everything else.
3: People, people would have problems with that. I, I would have a problem with that if they decided to just take it and sell it as it's another other thing. If they had even made it a DLC, it would have been upsetting. Yeah, because it's like, okay, <laughs> why would you do that? So I no,
1: I don't. I don't um, think it would have stood a chance on its own. Only other than, like I said, the Call of Duty name would have gave it some kind of life. Kids buying into it, but on its own, but no. The, as a in reality aspect, no,
3: it's, it couldn't. Especially the way the Call of Duty in general has been going way down. Yeah, so, yeah. I want to say the drop was unfortunately Ghost is where everything started much dropping off advanced warfare really i
1: didn't mind hit. ghost i really didn't mind ghost advanced warfare kind of i enjoyed
3: advanced warfare for a little bit and then optimization issues kicked in especially yeah. with networking and i was like i'm done I, that, it was that, unplayable that
1: it. black ops 3 that was my last favorite i won't lie i
3: never really got into black ops 3 infinite warfare i i tried out once and i was like i oh, no i'm no i'm good
1: Infinite Warfare got traded in faster than I bought it, I think. <laughs> well, most people only got that game because it came with
3: the Modern Warfare Modern remastered. Warfare
2: Remastered. Oh, oh. Which, oh, we weren't going to sell that separate.
1: Lo and behold, here comes Christmas time. Let's hmm. sell it separate. Why? Because it's Call of Duty and we know we can. Just waiting for that Modern Warfare 2 remastered. That'll be nice. Which- as long as they don't ruin it. Oh, True, that was, that was peak Call of Duty. That, yeah, that the, was... The, now you're talking the fact, what, what brought Call of Duty
3: to where it's at now. The fact that it's on... Uh, it was recently added say last month to uh, the Xbox backwards compatibility. Yeah? That's... It's amazing because you can play it either with the disc you had or...
1: Which here's the question. Getting it again. Now because it hit backward compatibility, does it warrant them putting it out there?
2: Of course, because you always have the graphical. If they they, you know, they're gonna remaster the whole entire game. You're gonna have better graphics. You're gonna have better mechanics in there. Fixing old bugs. Like, things like that gives it the And then you'll sense. you're gonna be able to play without facing a team that's completely invisible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We that's an issue we they have had right now with their backward com- compatibility stuff. At the that. you
1: said you jumped back in. I think didn't you? I, I
2: tried to, but it was just impossible when you're sitting there facing people that are. You know, you're facing a, a whole group of six people, and they're just completely, yeah, invisible. You can't right. see anything, and you just
1: it takes the fun. they getting like, wiped,
2: and it's just like, it's why just bother? T- yeah, why bother? And I was like, nope, trade this back in.
1: Yeah, <laughs> If yep. we had to rate Fortnite Season Six, it's a little early, I believe, but based off Week One,
2: I think it's still too early to rate. Yeah, I'd i think say- you
1: said it best before we even went on the air of this Battle Pass, though is much better than Yes, the battle pass is. is a
2: lot better than season 5. Yeah. I can't judge on uh, any other seasons because no. I haven't played it, but you know, compared to season 5's battle pass, I yeah. could care less about that battle pass. <laughs> season 5, it, none of the skins I actually enjoyed except for the the first one. But other than that, you no, know, this this season has amazing skins. I agree. You know, that fable skin is just amazing. I can't oh, wait yeah. till I get there. Right. And then obviously the you know, the
3: werewolf's Jonesy at the end is Yeah. The, of course. The gliders look great. The the uh
1: Dude, I want that back glider. the falling I want that back glider.
3: Animations. Oh the oh, contrast? Yeah, yeah, those those hey, yeah. all look great and I, I even if you know, though I played a through the end of season five I still got to see like all of the battle pass, it it didn't pique my interest not nearly as much as as this one is. Like, this one seems worth the uh, the $10. The other one was kind of just like,
0: eh. Ooh, here's... <sighs> I
1: just had a random thought not to cut you off. Go ahead. But you brought up a good point to me the other day. So I was all hyped up like, Oh, I got a dog! It's so cute! Look at the dog! Check out the dog, Jesse! <laughs> What'd you tell me?
2: Don't play as a dog. It gives
1: away your, your positions. And he is dead right. Yeah. That damn dog... We'll just You'll be just sitting there chilling, like, yeah, okay, I'm good, I'm good. Next thing you know, it either barks, whines, or does something, and you know people heard that. People can hear it. So, good move with the pets? Bad move with the pets? I
2: don't care. I, I, I don't care about the pets whatsoever.
1: See, I still want to try one more. Jen, which you guys will find out, I'm sure, later on, pointed out something to me. There's that chameleon pet. Uh-huh. Does the chameleon make noise? Not sure. Or the dragon? I don't know either. Nah, the dragon, I think the I think dragon, dragon know. does. Yeah.
3: Which would be unfortunate because out of the, we only have three, right? The dog, the chameleon, and the dragon so far. Yeah. I think out of all those companions, I, I like the dragon, the most. But I feel like he he would make noise. I feel like the chameleon
1: out of all of them would. Wouldn't. Wouldn't make noise, but I don't know. Because I, I mean, tried what it. noises can they make? <laughs> I guess we'll find out. Because I'm gonna try it come tomorrow or today, I guess. I don't but, uh,
3: know. The dog is a definite giveaway because I had someone that slant me, and the first thing I heard was was a damn dog bark. And even after when I was a, uh, after I was dead, I still spectated spectated him for for a good minute, and that's all I heard. While well, he yeah. was just sitting there.
2: The pets is you know it's a great idea you know it's it's a money maker for them. Oh yeah. Especially when they start putting pets onto the, the item shop, they're gonna make money on them. Yep. Just their execution of it was just horrible. I hate the whole back bling version. You know the whole back bling thing with the with mm-hmm. the pets. Yeah, I feel as, like as it should maybe
1: been something that you could, so like your emotes maybe bloop you bring out the pet. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like you know, maybe as, a support. You go down, the dog comes out, doesn't do anything for you, but it comes out. That, that kind of thing. Where, it wouldn't matter. Yeah, right.
3: Something that's just pure aesthetic, something like that. Because right. obviously you can't include anything that would be game changing.
1: But I also feel like you know they put these dogs in there, and we got some werewolf stuff going on. Hey, where's my wolf? Where's my wolf pup? Where's my wolf pup? I don't know. We might see it. You if can it's play. It's gonna make it. noise. I want a wolf pup. You
2: can play as that John Wick character, and then make sure you you know, you have that back bling oh, on. No. and there's no dog in there.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn! Um, but the dog can't die.
3: <laughs> they could have done better at it. I'm gonna take something from a, a, di- a totally different game, something that I've been playing for years: uh, World of Warcraft. Wow! With their uh, with their companion set up, obviously it's just you, you bring out your pet and people can see it. But in like PVP situations, your team can see it, but the enemy can't. So that way, if you're like stealth or something, they can't see your pet. I think that that'd be something that they could do with these companions, like you were saying, with like, oh, maybe like in an emote type thing, you bring them out. But maybe the enemies can't see it, but maybe your team can.
1: I feel like maybe that was their original thinking, but they just didn't go that route. I, I don't know.
3: If they either didn't think of it, couldn't pull it off with whatever they're, whatever they're I mean, using. I mean,
1: they can pull it off. Come on. If
2: you sit there and you play on the Switch and you're playing and for some reason your Switch can't handle what's happening in the game, you don't see other people's skins. You see them all as defaults. Because right. it's, it's a lot easier to, to, to have that render into mm-hmm. the game than having some complicated, detailed skin. Right. And so if they obviously can do that to make the game run safer and run better, then they can they obviously do, do that the other way. Right.
0: We'll be back with more of the Game Source podcast right after this. Based on the webcomic by Sarumaru, FX Unit Yuki is now available on the PC Engine and TurboGrafx systems. With eight varying stages of hardcore 2D action, an awesome soundtrack, and intense boss battles, FX Unit Yuki gets the adrenaline pumping as you navigate through its multiple difficulties and endings. Check out Old School Retro at its finest today by ordering a CD-ROM copy of FX Unit Yuki for the PC engine or turbo graphics today at fxunityuki.com. That's fx dot com. Speaking,
1: though, I mean, Tony brought up, wow, and I know this really wasn't on our topics, but I don't know if anybody else saw what I saw, but someone stepped down I did see that. I tried telling you. You were
3: in the middle of a game with headsets on. I I was looking at uh, Twitter, actually, and uh, Facebook. It was all over there today. Their director, Mike, can't pronounce the last names from pretty much anyone at Blizzard, (laughs) He stepped down after a long time. He he's always he's been a super recognizable face for everybody. He stepped down from the president of Blizzard, but he's still on there as a uh, someone on the WoW team. I don't know the specific title he's at, but uh, someone else came up to it. Oh, let's see if I can find the name. Someone who's also very recognizable, who's been doing things for years for WoW.
1: Now, I can't fully remember because it's been a cool minute since I've played WoW and everything like that, but is this a case of maybe, like, things we've seen in the past of Passing at the Torch? Are we doing with a younger direction?
3: Okay, so, Mike Morhaime. Uh, he was, he was God a bless co- you. He was the co-founder of, of Blizzard. So, the World of Warcraft executive producer, J. Allen Brack,
1: Again, God bless you.
3: He He's the one that's that's coming up. Definitely not like a, a new face or anything. Pretty much everyone that's that's seen like BlizzCon things, things like that, who is pretty much interactive with Blizzard in, all, in general, knows who these people are. Do you know about
1: age factor in there? Like, are we talking original guys, like maybe in his late 50s, early 60s? This guy's maybe in his early 40s?
3: Based just off of, of looks, it looks uh, about... 40s 50s maybe someone not like a new generation anything like
1: that well I wasn't saying that but I think a lot of the times they like to go with a younger person right because it brings in that breath of fresh air breath mm-hmm. of new life and maybe you bring in newer consumers that mm-hmm. didn't quite pay attention because. Same old, same old, so they weren't uh, paying attention. Is I don't it know. that
2: or like, what I was reading, nothing's confirmed or anything, but is it because of creative differences?
1: That could be very likely. I, I don't think we have a definitive answer yet. Yeah. No. I didn't get to read through his, his
3: full statement on stepping down or uh, the new statement from the new director yet. I only read small little bits, but... I can't tell if it's creative differences or it's maybe he's just been president for so long. Maybe it's a, it's probably a lot of stress, especially with things that have been going on lately with them uh, buying out Activision over the past couple of years, having uh, Destiny 2 come up on the the Blizzard app. It's probably a lot, you know. I would imagine. And it's it's not like he he's leaving what he was doing, anyways. You know, he he was he's still a part of Blizzard. We had someone that was also just a great face who still voices a lot of characters in uh, World of Warcraft and other Blizzard games. Uh, Chris Metzen. Mm-hmm. He was around Blizzard for a long time, but he he retired. Uh, pretty much as a whole, now he just loosely works with them. So it's it's not one of those things. It's not like a I don't know if you guys ever heard of this, but a Ghostcrawler. Yeah. He was he was a face around Blizzard for a long time, especially yeah. on forum posts, things like that. He was probably the most known even to this day but he left over issues from what I remember and now he works for Riot Games who makes uh, League of Legends and he, he still goes called over there. So I don't think it's a situation like that. It could be internal creative differences obviously that's something that even if it was we probably won't hear about.
1: Oh we'll never directly. get the full story I'm Of oh, sure. course not.
2: We'll learn more soon though. Uh, Blizzcon is oh, starting yeah. in November, so... Yeah. No,
1: you had to bring up Blizzcon. You um, had to bring up <laughs> Blizzcon. I, was like, I read too much. Did you not see that today as well? No. There is a very, very high rumor a new Diablo will be announced at Blizzcon. Mm. Which
3: would, it would definitely make sense because nothing big except for World of Warcraft Classic being The demo is being uh, released at BlizzCon.
1: And we already know about that.
3: We, we mean, so
1: we've known. That's, that's something we've known.
3: Yeah, that's the biggest thing for a while going on, so there's nothing else big is StarCraft. Yeah. I can't imagine anything big for Overwatch is coming. That could I could be wrong, though. Uh, Hearthstone, their new expansion, is going to be announced there for December. That's, that's just a, a given.
1: I think they need that something big. But
3: I think the big thing, because they always have... Pretty much one big thing. It's probably going to be Diablo because Diablo has been left in the dust the past couple of years
1: now. They haven't yeah, they had anything new since Reaper of Souls. Do so many different editions for it. We keep bringing it back on console and everything else. But uh, I, I definitely I, I I feel like that
3: rumor is going to be. Yeah, true. I
1: feel like that's going to be like. Because dead they, on. they
3: they need something big, they uh, to to stand out and make and it. And next to
1: household things like WoW and Starcraft mm-hmm. and things like that. Diablo was always their next go-to,
3: especially since it could be it could be the thing they launched both on PC and consoles rather than porting something over. Right, which which I think is going to be great. They can have it on something new, you know, just release it all at once and definitely have a good a good season for it. I'd I'd say if they haven't been working on it yet, maybe in next year, if not release, but a good a good, well, I think, a good I announcement. Think I look
1: at it this way: if we hear something at BlizzCon. And it does actually happen with Diablo being announced at Blizzcon. I look at it this way, then the next big step for that, if it hasn't already been taken that step behind the scenes that we don't know about, is going to be E3. Oh, yeah. Now keep in mind, there is that Diablo series getting ready as well. So that makes it even more likely that there could be a Diablo announcement coming. I don't know, Jesse. uh, (laughs) You, you ever really get into that? I've never played Diablo. Never.
2: I've never really played much Blizzard games to (sighs) begin
3: with. Man, I've been playing Blizzard games for since I could play video games. Yeah, yeah. WoW has always been my go-to, but you know, I've I've played a little StarCraft. Not not a huge RTS person.
1: It to me, StarCraft became very overrated.
3: Oh yeah, very. And and it's 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 one of those things that it was the pretty much one of the backbones of esports still is yeah but it, that's pretty much all it is it's it's a competitive game you you have to get in the competitive scene otherwise you're you're not going to get what you want out of that game i've played a little bit of diablo i know it's pretty much it's one of those fan favorites especially diablo 2 and then 3 some people liked, some people left it because it changed a few things i played I through think all the diablos
1: great. and I can't complain.
3: I, yeah. I'm a fan. I like... See, I've, I've heard things from uh, from a personal friend that they changed it to where he thought it was more like World of Warcraft. I don't see eye to eye to that because I think it's, t- it's still an RPG game, but it's not an MMO RPG. There's, there's still yeah, a no. big difference between that. You can't compare I every agree with RPG you RPG game. That. I agree with you on you that. Know,
1: that. They're not the same. They're 90 Not day. at all.
3: Th- there might be some
1: there's nuances
3: sort of yeah, yeah there, there's there's some similarities in terms of like uh, maybe I'd say like auction house things like that right it's, things that will will trend but will just because it's in that role-playing scene you know you're gonna have that in in a lot of different games like that it's just because it's another Blizzard game doesn't mean they they took it directly from like World of Warcraft or something like that exactly I'm excited for it. Something that interests me is that they're a virtual ticket for BlizzCon because obviously they sell out of physical tickets really fast. Um, They've gone above and beyond for it. Last year they started something totally new for it with their website and things like that. It was a lot more interactive than it was years before. And then this year there's something called Create-A-Panel. I saw it, don't know much about it, but it sounds interesting. It sounds that they're they're definitely making the virtual ticket sound more interesting, especially for I think it's still forty dollars.
1: I think last time I checked, yeah, somewhere around there. Compared to
3: an actual convention ticket and you still get the the experience not the experience of the convention itself, but what everyone is seeing, things so like that. You're
1: missing out on the BO sweat and all that <laughs> stuff. You're really not missing much. But
3: you get the you get the goodies with it. You get the whole experience of what everyone's seeing. You get the WoW Classic demo. That's something that, that seems really cool. That's something they've never done before. They've never taken something that they've had on the floors for a convention and brought it to people at home. No, I think, the only time I I I've seen that happen
1: before was... Don't quote me, I can't remember what year of E3, but it's been a while because it was back when, I don't know if either of you remember when probably back near PS3 age, they had the PlayStation home, virtual space, mm-hmm. and you could you had your own avatar, you walked around and you did stuff. Well, in their little theater space, they did an E3 convention floor layout. You literally could play every demo that was on the floor at actual E3 through playstation home virtually so that was kind of cool i don't i don't know why they got rid of playstation home but that was cool i i thought that was really cool because you didn't pay anything for it Mm -hmm. and you still got somewhat the experience but not the full-on experience obviously you couldn't play xbox games and everything else right you were playing sony's demo floor but Mm -hmm. still it was worth it
3: i definitely want to get the virtual ticket i have for the past couple years gotten it so I, I should like,
1: probably hit up your parents for some money. Oh wait, that's uh, me. Oof. oof. <laughs> we we
3: got a we got a, a couple months.
0: <laughs> um or a month. <laughs> we'll be back with more of the Game Source podcast right after this.
4: Come in and chat with Nicole or Doug about your love of games and watch as they help you complete your collection or find your childhood favorite. And don't forget, Retro City Games loves trade-ins. So if you have any Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Sega, Xbox, PlayStation, or even PC games, come in and visit Retro City Games today. Welcome to the new metropolis of gaming, Retro City Games.
1: So, this is us in a nutshell. We could sit here and talk all night. But, I know... What have we got on the docket? Tony had one thing to bash. Oh, uh, yeah. No offense to any religious people out there at all. I'm just going to say that now. But uh, Tony saw a movie. It was called The Nun. Yeah. And I think he was having none of it. So, <laughs> Tony, let us know what you thought.
3: So, I went into the movie with with honestly high expectations because I, I knew it had been hyped up. I didn't know until after I saw the movie that it was a part of the Conjuring franchise which that made it even more disappointing once I <laughs> knew everything about the movie since I had seen it I got in there and first for being a new movie there was there was almost no one in in that theater which was a little disappointing
1: how new is the movie are we no. talking in a couple weeks let me get a confirmation for that thank you thank you sir.
3: I know it's it's obviously newer because it's it's still in theaters right right so right. It, it's still being put out there
1: you saw the movie just recently, within the last, like, day, right? Yeah. Uh, so so we're been talking almost about a almost month. Almost a month.
3: Okay, so th-
1: that could be the reason sh- why. That could be the reason why, but, yeah. mm. but...
3: But still, it's it's not an Infinity War, that's that's for sure. Not nothing ever will be. Uh, when the movie came on, spoilers, it's I thought... a month, I'm sure. Yeah, I thought I was probably. seeing a preview for the movie the way it started. And, like, I legit thought it was an advertisement for it. <laughs> Ouch. The story just started so jumbled, and it pretty much continued that way throughout, until the the very end, where it was still confusing on what the hell was actually going on. So it kind of all over the place? It, it was. It followed... The characters in it were not interesting whatsoever. I, I don't know, because I haven't seen all The Conjuring, I don't know if they had any relation to any other characters but one of them you saw in and out of the movie the whole time he's kind of like typical douchebag sort of guy and then you know gives into things at the end kind of thing then you had the priest I don't know who his actor was but he was actually he was really good at it I actually liked him but still wasn't like a super interesting character the n- not the nun but the nun of the <laughs> on the good side she was good but there there wasn't a whole lot going on to make it interesting there was no lead up really big lead up to the the scary part it was that stuff was consistent there was a couple of jump scares here and there i'm just trying not to spoil a whole lot for it the intro scene for it after the whole preview thing was probably the scariest part of the movie which which was pretty sad that that whole sequence was actually really cool but After that, it wasn't anything serious. Nothing that you didn't see coming. Because you always saw some sort of sign that was really obvious. It was nothing that, oh, in the background, this certain things moving. Not everyone would catch it with their eye. But it was always pretty obvious what was going to happen, whether it be a cross turning upside down, or a shadow or something turning around. You knew what was happening. There's a couple things in the story that were like, oh, that was a plot twist right there. The main nun, she gets visions. And it's pretty much of the demon, and that's pretty much what made a whole little plot twist in that. It was like th- a good like thirty minutes of scene going on. It seemed like it was just going a part of the story, and then it just gets cut off. It was a vision the whole time, which I thought was interesting, but it kind of defeated the whole purpose of that that whole like everything that they did. Gama, oh, and wow. the, once you see the demon it, themselves, it's. It's a cool sequence, but at the same time, it's here and there. They, mm. they, they defeat him pretty quickly, and it's pretty
1: obvious on how. It sounds like one of those movies that, you know, the preview showed you everything, so you really didn't need right.
3: to. Right. That showed you pretty much the scariest parts of it, and outside of that, it was. Yeah.
1: Wow. It, it, was, it so was a thumbs down. That's a thumbs down, people. Don't do it. <laughs> if you must, get it from Redbox, it's cheaper.
3: Oh, yeah. That, it's it's definitely going to be a, uh, a Redbox type of movie. <laughs> something you get where your friends are like, Oh, hey, what's in Redbox? Let's get something scary. And then they're You'd like, well, That wasn't
1: scary? The My Little Pony movie was scary. <laughs>
3: <laughs> if I had to get a rating out of 10, I'd probably give it a, a 4. Because it, it, it did get give me, give me a couple times, but it was nothing to, to justify the, the jumbled mess that it was. Um,
1: you heard him, folks. Redbox are dollar movies. Because... <laughs>
3: I, uh, we're we're lucky that we hit it on a a five dollar movie day.
1: Okay, sounds like you still paid four dollars too much. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it wasn't great. I would have rather saw uh, Night School. I'm
1: telling you, funny is always the way to go.
3: I just wanted something scary. Unless you're watching it. Scary movies these days, especially if they're PG thirteen, aren't scary. Oh,
1: you had to pull the PG thirteen card. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, guys, guys. We said PG thirteen. We can only be talking about one of two things. Either why in the hell they want to do a redo in the theater of Deadpool 2 and PG-13, or Venom. I
2: don't know. The reviews have all come in and everything, and you know a lot of people aren't liking it. But then
1: I have no opinion on it because I have yet to see it. Same. But I mean, based off of what people are saying, is it because Spidey doesn't exist in there? Or is it because we got the... Fisher-Price version of what should have been (laughs) is a very more...
2: People's expectations were just completely obliterated.
1: And that was just because it was hyped. It It, jumped on a huge hype train. It was,
2: you know, oh, Venom's gonna be coming out soon. It's gonna be rated R. And then, lo and behold, you know, people go to the screenings and it's rated PG-13. And gets pulled
1: right out from under you. you Last minute,
3: too. Like, last month of... Before it's uh released, they pull the... The official rating and it comes out pg-13 which i was like okay maybe at first like it's venom i mean you but at the same time it's like the, you could only go so far with it and i it needed the r rating and i
1: think that kind of movie in general just being venom it, it needs that yeah. r
3: rating you, you can only go so far with it and based off of things i've read in terms of reviews it's getting compared to a lot of old superhero movies which that era is a, is that's a dark time we don't want to go back there i've heard that the action sequences the the few that there are have been were really good which i would expect that from any new age action movie oh yeah especially in the superhero genre made by sony and marvel that i've heard that it's not the best tom hardy performance which is a little disappointing cuz i think tom hardy's a great actor you no, know, and I, I thought he was a he was a good choice for Eddie Brock,
1: especially with the storyline that they're running with with Eddie Brock. I mean, I I agree with that. It's just I feel like they said, okay, do we do comic book graphic novel version of Venom or do we do Disney XD animated version of Venom? <laughs> I feel like they went more the animated route, mm-hmm. even though it's not an animated movie because that's the Venom we're getting. It seems like, of course, this will be. This is all... It's it's all hearsay. We're just yeah. throwing it out there. We haven't I seen mean, the movie for ourselves movie. yet. I may love the movie, but at the same time, I've already it's said it. I'm waiting for that unrated cut to come uh-huh. out on Blu-ray.
2: If this movie flops, Sony just needs to
1: realize they need to
2: give up. Yeah, they need to hand the... They, gotta realize it they need radio. to just over, give everything back to Marvel
1: Studios. And just... Because obviously, Marvel Studios knows what they're doing. Just Sony's movies... It's not their first dance. Yeah, Sony's not the Sony's, Sony's first dance, but...
3: Think about the dances that Sony has have though with right. with their superhero movies, with the Spider Man trilogies, and then now if this one becomes a flop, it's it's not going to be good for them. No, here's the that's... thing though: when
2: the, when the original trilogy for Spider Man came out, it was a different time. That was good movies for that 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 time. There. Oh yeah, oh yeah. If they that those those
1: movies were made into today those movies would be flops. Oh, oh yeah. absolutely. It would be complete flops. Absolutely. But... I think that people, I mean, the small amount of people that have been talking about Venom since they've seen screenings and everything else, it'd be that. We'd be getting that reaction from those movies now.
2: Like, if... if, if like, in no, all honesty, if those three Spider-Man movies came out, like, the first one came out this year, the next one last... next year, and the next one fought the following year, those... all three movies would come yeah, out. I totally agree. They'd be, they'd, they'd be just... They'd be, they'd be completely horrible movies and... You know they're horrible to me as it is. You know I enjoy them, but they're they're
1: just they're nothing like they should have been. They, they were
3: they were my my childhood, so that that's probably where the nostalgia kicks in for me. I like Tommy McGuire as an actor, so I didn't think he did terrible, but he wasn't great at the role.
1: <laughs> I've been a Spider-Man fan for so long, and I'm coming up comic books, old school cartoons, mm-hmm. you know things like that. I've, how many different animated series? The MTV animated series, you know. Disney animated series The uh, I can't wait for the you know, new Spider-Verse thing though I oh, just yeah. watched another trailer on that today and I haven't I, I seen the I haven't, tra- I haven't watched haven't? any of the trailers I've seen the, for, the, the original one the I haven't seen watched the new one. one freaking amazing I don't know if I want to that's the thing but other than that I mean Spider-Man for me the cockiness of Amazing Spider-Man was dead on in the movies dead on the cockiness him as Peter no what we're getting now in Spider-Man movies I hope they don't ever change or give up
3: oh yeah that's it's on point it's on point yeah. it's they, they did They they've don't done break good. it
1: cause
2: well, then again it doesn't need it that's Marvel Studios right doing. right but
1: case
3: in point they, they need Sony needs case to realize point. and swallow that pride of theirs and just hand it over you know Fox has already given up <laughs>
2: Now it's Sony's turn.
1: Yeah, yeah, I
2: agree. Just give everything right back to Marvel. Marvel Studios knows
3: exactly what they're doing with their movies. You're still going to make your money, Sony. You yeah. just
1: don't need to be heavily involved. Let exactly. the thumb up.
3: Just, just like with the Spider-Man. Now, just slap their name on it, and,
1: but don't let them make it. Or for Christ's sakes, let, let Insomniac make the movie because the game is <laughs> amazing.
3: Oh yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. So that's another game we should have been talking Still about. Still haven't finished this, it, though. we got going to do the next one. Yeah. yeah.
3: Next yeah. one we'll talk about. Maybe we'll dedicate a Spider-Man episode or something. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully next time uh, I'll be finished with the game. Because I don't think I haven't finished the game either. No, I know I
0: haven't.
1: I'm almost there, but I haven't finished it. I've game. been letting you two go ham on it. I, of I course, a... I know the story, but I just haven't. Oh, it's a Oh, yeah. I let them go ham on it because it's what I do. Of course, this is coming from the guy that bought the uh, the limited edition Spider-Man PS4. Hey, hey, I wouldn't be playing the game if it wasn't for the fact that I got the Spider-Man limited edition PS4. This is true. Okay. Happy birthday. Thank you. It was a birthday present. Much Worst, appreciated. my birthday? You, you got to play Spider-Man. He said... Me. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> I need to hit it my grandfather. So, <laughs> 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 Christmas is coming. Christmas is coming. <laughs> Black Friday's coming. That's right. Cyber Monday. Cyber Monday. I'm (laughs) I'm looking forward to Cyber Monday. (laughs) Which one we're gonna have to do that too. We're gonna have to bust out a holiday episode. So I guess you know we're getting ready to wrap up. You know the sleep deprivation is kicking in. Absolutely. Oh yeah. My like something deprivation's kicking in. I don't know. Debt perception. I haven't figured it (laughs) out yet. But we're all just rambling. um, Boys, closing out maybe. Ideas for topics for next time? Anything um, we want to say on what we talked about tonight? Really, you know, those, the three games we talked
2: about, they're they are definitely worth playing. Oh, yeah. You know, if you enjoy Battle Royals or just enjoy, you know, shooters in general, Fortnite's pretty fun to play.
1: Agreed. Um,
3: it's something you can hop in and out of.
1: If you're looking for that hot racing game right now, obviously Forza. Oh, yeah. It's where it's at for the Horizon 4 and then uh,
2: if you just you know if you enjoy exploring and just roaming around and using a bow
1: and arrow then Tomb Raiders the game for you It's definitely exploring minus the Dora. If you still <laughs> enjoy games that have a story mode <coughs> Call of Duty. Ooh. That's a call, call of Duty, of Duty, Duty they...
3: has a story mode?
1: What? Who has a Call of Duty?
3: DLC story mode? No. Oh, <laughs> got me fucked up. <laughs>
1: Well, in closing I think I'm gonna throw this out there at you guys, take it or leave it. Three hot games you guys are looking for coming soon. Coming soon.
2: Obviously Fallout seventy six. Obviously. Of course. That's you know, that's I'm hoping that's a great game.
1: Power armor edition in the house. Whoop, whoop.
3: Red
2: Dead This 2. year. Or oh, yes, Dead Red, Red Dead 2. Two, Red Dead Two um, Smash.
1: Ooh, Mario Party. Mario Party. Super Mario Party comes
2: out. F- we will get you guys some clips on that.
1: We'll get some clips. We'll be talking about that because come Friday it will be in the house. We'll probably do a live stream that day. <laughs> I'm, I'm down. I am, I'm We're down. Let's, do, let's get this... that done.
3: Something I never thought I would uh, say that uh, I'm interested in, but Pokemon Let's Go. Ooh, yes! Yeah, yeah. The spin off game that looks like it could be a main game. Yeah. But it's not.
1: Take that, Pokemon Go.
3: Still don't like the relation it has to Pokemon Go because I had a dislike for that. But... The
1: only reason it has a relation to Pokemon Go, and I don't want to get rambling again, but the only reason it has that relation is because you can transfer your Pokemon from yeah. Pokemon Go to Pokemon Let's Go. Other than that, that's as far as that relation goes. From what we know. Yeah. Now so we yeah. can package that and see if there's something else. But do you think that Mewtwo's in that ball? I think it's going to be like a Wonder Ball, dude. A random Pokemon? What's inside? Wonder? Yeah, is Mewtwo
3: in there? No. Is Mew in there? Yes, because that's already confirmed.
1: Right. Uh, is Mewtwo in there? We don't know. Probably is not. There, might, you is know. there a random one in a million have a Mewtwo in it? Is I don't know. Is it all, all hype
2: to get it to where it sells? Or maybe Mewtwo's just, he's in the game itself to try to get it. To get, you know, uh-huh. in all the other previous adaptations of the game you're always always able to find him and capture him if if you so in wanted some way, to shape, right? form. But Mew is was never in the game. There's right, no way right. of capturing him in the game. You can only get him from special events.
1: Right. So this is their way for um, to do rest that. Rest in peace,
2: my Pokedex. <laughs> <laughs>
1: never get to finish it.
3: <laughs> I'm sure there'll be more, we'll figure it out. Oh yeah. There's, there's always the gonna be
1: something else, except for Call of Duty. <laughs> So, I guess until next time, it's been your boy, Degenerate08.
3: It's been uh, your boy, Tony, Dark Tales, White Wolf, whatever you want to call me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And your boy, Jesse, Microspecs. So, boys, until next time, where are we
0: dropping? Until